Have you heard of the game The Whisper Challenge? Yeah. You have. Okay. So we're going to start with you guessing. Okay. We're going to put on these headphones. Okay. They'll have music playing in them. You won't be able to hear a single thing. Elijah, you are going to say this list of words, okay? Can you hear anything? I'm going to lose because I have no idea what you just said. You <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, we could just do this the whole time. Do you want to just Good choice of music, though. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Here we go. 30 seconds begins now. Okay. Exodus. Do it again. <laughs> Exodus. Exodus. Isogesis? No, close. Exodus. Exodus. No, Exodus. Look at the d d d d d Another word, another word. He goes like this. I'm making a D sound. Okay, the next one. Jehoshaphat. This is so bad. All right, Jehoshaphat. I feel like you're not mad. You're not. Okay, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Jericho. Backhoe? No. Jericho. 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 Stereo. No. No. Oh my God. Maybe we should have gone with someone else. Done. Done? Done. You got your score is zero. What? Let me see the words. Exodus. Exodus. That's what I was going to do. I was thinking trying to make a D sound. Okay. Oh gosh. It's not fair. I can't I can't see your lips. It's not fair. Go. TikTok. No, speak. Got it. You speak. Okay, right. winning already. I don't need to. I don't need to. Okay. Well, right. We want to hear it. Alpha no, and Omega. Alpha and Omega. Alpha and Omega. <laughs> wow. What? Think of, you can act it out a little if you. Uh, alpha. Alpha. And, and Omega. Alpha Omega. Yes, you got it. Two. So far killing it. Okay. Straight and narrow. Something straight. hero, straight, straight arrow, straight, straight, narrow, 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 straight and narrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, ready? Good is ahead. Good is ahead. Oh, I got no clue on this one. That can't even, I can't assert a single thing. Good <laughs> is ahead. You got to go to the next one. I have no clue. Okay, 30 seconds. Okay. Time. 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 Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think Elijah wins. Yeah. Uh, overall. Well, it depends. Five? Who's the better communicator? <laughs> Who's the better hey, listener? I gave some like, good hints there. I will I will, I will. will definitely say that I will be an absolutely terrible deaf person oh. one day if that <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll just be like, what? I, <laughs> All the what? Time. <laughs> All the time. I don't understand anything. <laughs> Write it down on a piece of paper. While I have you here, I want to ask you a question real quick. Mike, yes. both of you do, you you both have big audiences. You teach the Bible too. Do you have any advice you would give Elijah? And Elijah, I'm curious if you have any advice you would give Pastor Mike. Because you're both effective. You do ministry very differently. Sure. Slightly, probably different audiences, even that are really, you know, tune in. So, so I don't think it's all that different, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, when we had uh, Elijah and Connor on our podcast one time, they were talking through something that I just thought was like super revolutionary. Mm -hmm. That in my generation and in my parents' generation, we had to convince people of their Christian faith. Mm -hmm. In other words, like we had to convince them that they were sinners first in order to be able to make them understand the gospel. Mm -hmm. But the other side of it was actually growing up in a TikTok and an Instagram kind of world. 
where you're constantly measured by people who outwardly look so much better and much more amazing, you have this sense of like, oh yeah, I don't mm. measure up already. Mm -hmm. So almost skipping that sense of like, yeah. you need to convince them that they're not okay. Hmm. Cause they're like, I know I'm not okay. And I think what like we do at Grace and I think what we do just kind of as a whole is we've divided everything in terms of teaching and healing. And so for us, teaching the gospel, helping people contextualize things, make it make sense. And then on the other side of that, creating a context where not only can we take the Bible, but we can apply it to real world situations and understand that people start in a place of brokenness. Mm -hmm. That was like revolutionary for me. So I'm going to say the first thing is he taught us something mm -hmm. um, to flip it back around again would be that I think humility is going mm -hmm. to always be the challenge of this generation because I mean, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. And that's a thing that mm -hmm. I think we were actually talking about this pre broadcast with like movie stars and rock stars and, you know, actors that it has a tendency and I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen more often, but it has a tendency to kind of warp your personality mm -hmm. because yeah. we were not meant to be praised like that. Totally. Praise yeah. is, is the, mm -hmm. is the uh, purview of God, not us. And so it can have a twist. So humility is what I would say. And I don't see how would you humble. say that? How would you say that you cultivate that for someone like him? Some of that, what I think is just humble? experience. You know what I mean? Some mm -hmm. of that is like learning, but he's, you know, the first thing I think that's humble about Elijah is that he's not working. I think he's, if I'm not, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you started your TikTok just kind of playing. Mm -hmm. But then somewhere along the way, he turned it to be more of like a Christian TikTok right, kind of thing. Right. And he lost followers because of that. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was extremely humble to say, what I'm going to do is put kingdom first mm -hmm. over and above my own reputation. And I just think that mindset is the mindset of everybody who makes it long term. Yeah. There are tons of people. We've seen it here in Orlando. There are tons of people who blow up really, really fast. And then they implode somewhere along the way yeah. because on the inside of them, they didn't have what was necessary to be able to be sustained for the long run, right. long haul. But I think he's doing that. I think mm -hmm. he's, he's on a great path. Hmm. Elijah, do you have any advice specifically about reaching the next generation? Maybe not. I, I feel like grace, honestly, and maybe it's your style of preaching does a good job reaching, you know, all generations, but mm -hmm just even in general for pastors, yeah. you, they resonate a lot with you. What is it they're craving that pastors could meet that? Yeah. I don't think mm -hmm. I have some like a uh, special gene that's making me mm -hmm. work out with the young people. I think I just am a young person and that's how all young people have always worked mm -hmm. is, Oh, you're I can, like, you're my peer. Yeah. So you're like I, me. I'm more prone to listen to you than that's just young people are always going to have a rebellious flair against adults. And they're going to look at other young people and go, Oh, I like you. That's, mm. that's just how it's always worked and always going to work. And then, so then I feel like I, I consider this question a lot, I guess, when I'm thinking about Gen Z and reaching them. Mm. And I feel like one of the, one of the, like sort of like the pitfalls of that question is you look at a generation that just has everything fed to them. Mm. Everything. It's like everything I want, I get it the way I want it, how I want it all the time. And if yeah. you don't do it the way that I want it, we're going to have problems. And so mm. looking at them and going, okay, now how do I curate this whole thing to you? It's like, it's like the last thing a generation you know, gets whatever they want needs. Yeah. Right. So it's do it the ancient way that it's because I think that's people say like, yeah. well, what does Gen Z need? Well, like friendship with God and the presence mm. of God and truth yeah. and the scripture and they need to worship and like mm. they need the sacraments it's like just stay just stick on those cool things that have always worked for every christian forever mm. instead of being like hey gen z we're gonna rebrand christianity for you because that's kind mm. of like that's that th like yes. if you look at like the 90s early 2000s from what i know i wasn't really there um <laughs> with like millennials it was the mm. like oh millennials feel like this isn't cool 
let's do some like let's make some really cool yeah. stuff and then millennials were like this was cool but we're done now then mm. mass exodus of millennials out of the church so mm. that didn't work super yeah. well to an extent there's lots of millennials that are in the church today because of that a thousand percent so it has its its bearings but i think the main goal is let's just get gen z to get hooked up on the historic things that have always worked mm-hmm. for every christian instead of rebuilding everything for them and those those things are refreshing to them because like you said they're not that's not what they're used to anymore so it's like wow this is what i really want and there's a reason those things have just always worked do you have any thoughts on that mike biblical yeah yeah (laughs) just god's way of doing things yeah yeah Yeah. revolutionary yeah Yeah. no i love that i thought that's i think that's wise